Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch. As always, joined by my friend and co-host, Irene Bremis. Hi, Irene. Hi. Well, Irene, today we have somebody who is your fellow countrywoman. Oh, I'm um, excited. Big another fan. Grecian beauty. Yeah. We had Tina on, and now we have Nia Vardalos. Hi, Hello. Nia. I, hi, I, Nia. Hi, you guys. How are you? How's everybody? Good. How are you? I know. I'm good. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. I, I'm so glad. I was sick last week, as we all were. Everyone can say that through the entire holiday season. I was yes, sick last sick week. Last right. week right? Yeah. That well, and Sundance. Everyone says, sun- I got this cold sore at oh. Sundance. Oh, okay. Well, that's very <laughs> fancy sounding. So, Nia, I have two Grecian beauties here together, is what I'm saying. And... Nia, I mean, as my big fat Greek wedding, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of your brand. And we have Irene here too, who's also full tilt Greek. Opa. No, she has, you know what? Tina Fey was saying something about Greek women having this similar shaped eyes. And I see that with you. Yes. Yeah. You guys remember she was cousins. saying those eyes. You can always tell a Greek girl by her eyes. Yes. We're all, we uh, all you know? have Kalamata olive eyes. Ooh, Kalamata olive like eyes. Exactly. You speak and, Greek fluently, which is extraordinary. I seldom meet anybody who can speak Greek fluently. Thank you. So, Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I actually, well, when I directed my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, I had to direct in two languages or got to direct Ooh. in two languages Ooh. because some of our crew only spoke Greek and some, of, wow. and some of our actors too. So when I got to the production office in Athens, the entire film was filmed in Athens. Even the things that look like Chicago, we manufactured the airport Ooh. to look like Chicago O'Hare. The Athens wow. airport is actually wow. Chicago O'Hare with an incredible angle by the production designer, Grant Armstrong, and our cinematographer, Barry Peterson, and our art director, Matt Curley. So when I first got to Greece, I, I said to the office staff in pre-production, I, I want to get better at my Greek. I want it to just be able to flow. Um, so can if I make a mistake during meetings, I'm going to conduct them in Greek. Just let me know, which is the biggest mm-hmm. mistake I've ever made because no one <laughs> loves to correct you more than a Greek. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they do. Yeah. Correct. So I would say, the Valomatitis camera is about okay. And they would immediately be, yeah. When you say cameras, and I was like, wow, what a mistake. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, they love to correct. But I think uh, a lot of Greek uh, Americans speak, uh, it's, it's like Spanglish, it's Greek Granglish, half Greek, half English, you know, a little bit. Yeah, but, like even where do I park the car? We now say, puna parcaro tocaro. Parcaro tocaro, which means it's not Greek. That is it's not, not Greek. Greek. We know that. Because okay? car is autokinito or autokinito. And we Amaxi. say, where will I park the car? And we go, parcaro tocaro. Parcaro to maxi. <laughs> yeah. Now, but it's still parcaro. I still don't know what parcaro is. I don't know how to say parcaro. You know, there's certain words. But, uh, <gasps> yeah. Amazing. It's pretty amazing that you got to direct bilingually. That's incredible. Yes. And then right after it, Rachel knows, right after it, I, I, I met the man that I'm dating. And I think it really, really helped to date someone uh, for one full, well, it's been almost two years now in Greek, right? Whoa. And oh I God, realized, too. yeah, I realized I could write a movie called, do you want to learn Greek? Date one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Definitely. That's the next movie. Yeah, it really Amazing. is. Yeah. Somebody goes to Greece <laughs> to learn the language and then hilarity ensues. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, Nia, so sometimes the way we start this is I say how I met 
the woo-woo guest of the day. And I met you back in Chicago, Second City, as, as many of my guests I've trolled from Second City <laughs> days and Chicago days. And the thing I remember about you is that I was your understudy for ETC. And that was like my first, I don't know, I think it might have been my first, you know, big break. Because when you're in the touring company... You know, you, that's the next step is like to understudy one of the main stages. So I got to understudy your part. And I just think of you as a second city success story for sure. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to go next and I'll tell you what? my version of the story. So okay. as as you say, you did, you were my, I call it alternate whenever, you know. Oh, because that's good. Alternate. It's like, yeah. Okay. So then when I, I, the next time I saw you was here in Los Angeles and we were both trying to break into film and television and then it was like, fast forward, the next time I saw you was when I was hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, my and gosh. And I remember how calm you looked. Because when oh. you work at Second City, you are used to just a daily bath of chaos, right? Mm -hmm. Just, it's like chaos all around you. And if you can be calm and not allow yourself to be pulled down, like Hollywood Week on American Idol... You are going to be successful. And I watched you walking with a wig change towards your entrance. And I was like, this is amazing. And then we had a scene together, a waxing yes, scene a that waxing Tina Fey scene. wrote. Yeah. And yeah. in it, people, uh, Second City sent us a whole bunch of Eli cheesecakes because we were in the cast oh, right. together. Eli's cheesecakes. And anyway, we're in the scene and the audience was laughing so hard at the ripping of wax off your cooch that mm -hmm. we had to pause uh -huh. for laughs. Uh -huh. And I remember looking at you and my eyes just filled with tears. Because I thought, <laughs> how did we get here? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because it definitely had those those pinch me moments on SNL. But the, what strikes me is that you thought I was calm at SNL because <laughs> I was like, that must have been an off day if I was calm at SNL. Like Second City seems like a, re a relaxing spa compared to SNL. But you're right. I think whatever you're in, you know, you're, that's your, the chaos you're dealing with. So, yeah. But yes, yeah. that was one of those moments of like, look at us now. Wow. The improv panic training. It is. It, How it many does times kind of prepare oh, you for life? Yeah, yeah where you're looking at each other on stage and you're like, oh, yeah. I've got nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The panic. Yes. Wait, so my big fat Greek wedding three. Yes. I mean, just we, we keep plugging at the beginning instead of the end, but whatever. It came up in conversation. So uh -huh. so where can we see my big fat Greek wedding three? Okay, so as we long as we're talking yeah. about it well now i can talk about it and i could not oh right because the, oh my gosh right. because the strike is the over the strike oh, is over God. yes this is your first official plug maybe i don't even it know it is my okay. first yeah wow. oh yay yes yeah okay. so we came out on september 8th during the strike so i could not promote it but oh then okay. we did fine and great thank god and then mm -hmm. now we're on you can uh see it on peacock you can stream it you can buy it you just uh okay. google it and you can find okay, okay. it anywhere okay all right. Fantastic. I can't so, wait. So my big fat Greek yep. wedding three yep. on Peacock. Now, Irene, I, 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 quick yeah. story. Irene was my guest for when we went inside the premiere yeah. of my big fat Greek wedding two in New York. And we had a funny little story around that because there's a scene yeah. in the movie where one of the characters comes out, right? Yeah. Okay. And then it was funny because... Irene. <laughs> First of all, let me just say that my big fat Greek wedding one and two, uh, like the way that you capture Greek culture 
it's hilarious and it's it's really it's it's so spot on. I think that you have to be Greek to really get how spot on you capture it. The only difference, of course, in my family situation was that my sister's a lesbian. I remember she came out to my family over and over again. It was like a revolving door. She just kept coming out. But uh, my family definitely was like, Isa lesbia. Mito les after the pragma. Eh? You know, yeah. they weren't exactly accepting. They were like, what? You but know? it was really funny. Yes. When we were watching the movie, yeah. and then like the family was very accepting, Irene leaned over and she was like, that's not how it went in my family. <laughs> <laughs> because it was not quite the the welcome wagon. That's anyway, hilarious. That, was just, I, that was our funny little moment from I wanted to show in the in the because the Greeks treat everything like we're out of feta and they burst into tears. So yeah. I, I wanted to show a life change for Joey Fatone's character be the only thing that was greeted calmly. That was pretty oh, calm. So and you know, funny. let's let's just say so like funny. again, I cannot emphasize and reemphasize how spot on you hit Greek culture, including people ask me about the Windex. My family did that. Really? The Windex. Oh my god. I swear on That's my so life, I'm not making it up. You you hit nailed every little idiosyncrasy from uh, from the Greek culture. It was unbelievable. So I think like you know, in terms of that, it was insane. Like everybody thinks everybody's Greek. All those little nuances that you had in your show, in your movie, they, if you're not Greek, they'll make you Greek somehow. It'll circle. Every word is Greek. You know, there's like this uh, enormous amount of Greek pride. So I think it's great that you brought Greek culture to the forefront because I don't think that many, I think you were probably one of the very first people to do that, honestly. Okay, so I really do like to cook. It's my dream to cook and I try really hard. But what happens when you don't have enough time? That is where Factor can come in. Factor is a ready-to-eat meal delivery service that takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. And with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant quality meals, all delivered right to your door. I mean, that sounds like a dream right now. Also, Factor is a great way to skip the overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted, restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me energized during frantic times. So head to factormeals.com slash woo50 and use code woo50 to get 50% off. That's code woo50 at factormeals.com slash woo50 to get 50% off. Well, at Second City, we learned go with what you know. And right. that took me a while in LA to realize, wait a minute, I know this and I'm yeah. going to write this movie so that I can play a cousin. But when yeah, Rita right. Wilson and Tom Hanks came to the show, I, I did it. I couldn't get my screenplay read 
And so I wrote it as a one woman show after. And Which I, jumped- I got to see. You, I randomly you. got to see that. Yes. In Montreal, was it? Yeah. No, at we're- the Montreal yes. Comedy Festival. Yes. I happened to be there. So I got to see the stage version of your show. Oh, okay. I wish continue. I could have seen continue. that. Continue. Sorry crazy? to interrupt. I just, yeah. I just jumped on stage. I did storytelling like Julia Sweeney and like Jeff Garland. So it wasn't stand up. It was a piece of theater of storytelling. And I played all the parts. And so when Rita Wilson came to the show, she said, this should be a movie. And I had written the screenplay. Couldn't. Oh get it read and turned it into a play and so we always say that I handed her the screenplay so fast that her hair flew back and (laughs) and then Tom Hanks came to the show and I mean and Tom said this movie is this is a movie for everyone everyone sees their family in it but I always thought it was a Greek movie but then I found out like somebody from the Jewish um Philadelphia Examiner, I think it is, asked me how I snuck into so many Jewish weddings for research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. Well, so Nia, as you know, the show is about woo-woo things. Yeah. And now usually I find out what the story is going to be. But for you, I was just like, I don't know. You said you had a couple of shows. I don't know what you're going to say. I worry I've gone so L.A. when I talk about this stuff, but okay. Well, let me just say, we do disclaimers like every show. We're like, yeah. we don't really we're, believe we're, this, we're, but here's this crazy story. So the, yeah. you're, it's like a safe space of like skepticism mixed with wonderment. So yeah. oh, that's great. with that in mind, you may yeah. continue. Yeah. I somehow got some connection through an airline and figured out a way to get myself to Greece, which is always the place where, you know, it's like the healing place for grace. magic happens? Yeah. Wow. And plus you can get around, you can get around on about $2 a day. Plus I get mm-hmm. to stay with relatives. And I thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to Greece. And I was on the island of Mykonos because I'm a cliche. And <laughs> <laughs> I, there was this, you know, it's beautiful there. There are small beautiful. fishing boats and the sounds of the water lapping against the harbor. I mean, it's so pretty right against the port. And I looked up and there was just a giant ship. It was like one of those luxury yachts. And I remember looking at it and thinking, I know the people on that ship. I I don't know anyone in shipping. I don't know anyone who would have a giant yacht, nothing. And then three months later, I got back to Los Angeles. I auditioned for a show. I'm sorry, three weeks later, but it was three months later when I was back in Los Angeles. I auditioned for a show, didn't get that show. And I said to myself, if I do not get this show, I'm going to put up my one person show one more time. And I'm really going to try and get my screenplay made. And I put up the show. I placed an ad in the paper. It was $500 one time. Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks had just come back from New York. They had just seen a lot of theater. Rita and Tom told me, they opened, Rita opened the oh, newspaper and said to Tom, wow. I'm going to see theater in LA. Pointed to the ad and went, what's this? Because we're starved. Greeks are starved for things about us. And Rita Wilson is Greek. Yep. So she said, my big fat Greek wedding. And called up and got tickets. And the rest is history. And as we became wow. friends, I said to Rita and Tom, Tom, when you won that award and you said, I know the meaning of the word passion because I'm married to a Greek girl, I remember thinking, I want to be friends with him. And Rita, I said, I always thought like, maybe I'd see you at church. Maybe I'd see you in Greece. And Rita said, oh, we were in Greece this summer. I said, I was in Greece this summer. And as we compared dates, they were guests of a person who owned that yacht in Mykonos. And when I was standing on the port looking up at that yacht, they were on that yacht. 
If you happen to see me walking around the city, you'll notice I don't put a lot of thought into my hair. But if you're a human female adult who actually cares about your hair and your appearance and how you present to the world, you might be interested in Nutrafol. I'm kidding around here, but for women with thinning hair, this is no laughing matter. And you're not alone. Thinning hair is normal, and Nutrafol helps from within with science-based supplements. Ever wish you had visibly thicker hair? What about less shedding? Maybe stress is causing your hair to thin. Or is it the other way around? There are multiple causes of hair thinning, and Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole-body approach to hair health. It's the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. All physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code WOO. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code WOO. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code WOO. Ooh. Wow. Wow. This whole story just gives me chills. It's like a Cinderella story. It's so, it's amazing. It's like amazing. Wow. I know. Imagine if I'd gone, I know someone on that ship and gone over to the ship and knocked on the door. I'd be in jail. However, <laughs> I chose to go the wow. different and like, route. It's such a random wow. thought too. Like it's not, it's not a thought that comes up. Like I know someone that right. just seems like it came from somewhere else. Somewhere yes. else. Too. Somewhere else, yeah, wow. yeah. So, wow, like like a connection to that chip and the whole thing that he opened up the paper and said, "I'm going to go." Rita, yeah. Here. Rita said, or I she, want Rita said, "I'm going to go York. here." Yeah. Wow. All parts of it were steps, just steps toward us meeting. I remember when the Dolby That's Theater amazing. was being built here in Los Angeles. I remember mm-hmm. driving by it and looking up and thinking, I- "I'm going to be there at the first Academy Awards." What? 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 That is the uh-huh. wow. Yeah, those I've always had weird I feelings. I don't have like that. thoughts like this. these. Are premonitions? I don't wow, have these. Is... I don't mean like uh, self-deprecating, funny. What? Like I don't have, but I mean like this isn't something like I don't right. look at a thing and think like do 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 do. Spidey right. sense. Yeah, no, that, me that's too. not in my wheelhouse. Wow, that's interesting though. I haven't really heard of this type of like self prophecy thing. It's self prophecy exactly. And because just you know the what way else? that it happened. It's also her- she's not trying to manifest it. She's not like No, some, she's not manifesting. It doesn't feel like you're like someday no. that's it's like you're just getting a feeling. It, you're not making a wish, it, it, right? It, no, you're that's you're, what's you're different getting about feelings it. and also you just the way you went about you said I'm going to put this in the paper and and you put in a $500 ad. It's like something kept motivating you and pushing you and I think that's great. It's very inspirational incidentally. And then all of a sudden, read the right. It falls into the lap of the right person. That was just to me. That's just meant to be. I mentor screenwriters, and I always say, do the work, and you don't know what's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. when Rita Wilson said this should be a, a movie, and I was able to give them the screenplay right away, why had I written it? Why, without mm. encouragement from agents or managers? Mm. So, so sometimes you you have to just say there is maybe a tiny voice in your head saying, "Well, what my mom used to say, why not you?" So that's what I think is a little bit woo-woo. 
I mean, I've had yeah. other encounters because I'm a child of the theater. I've done so much musical theater, but these are the ones that really stay with me where if you just listen to the quiet or, or a feeling, like a mm. feeling, you know, like mm-hmm. this is a bad woo-woo. It's not funny, but I'll tell you, I, I was... Um, I was mugged in my front yard in Hancock Park. Oh my gosh, I remember that. I was terrible, right? And the reason the police told me I did everything right, which is this. I got out of the car, opened the trunk, took my bags out, turned like my work bags and I had gone shopping, turned around always to check the street and I saw him and he jumped my fence. And if I hadn't done that, he would have got me from behind. Instead, I saw him from the front and I punched him in the face. Good for you. That's so Greek of you. I also attacked a mugger. I swear I'm not making this up. Yeah. I jumped on a mugger that mugged me, caught up to him and punched him in the face. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not making this up. I swear on my life. I'm not making this up. Yeah. No, I know. So I think feelings and 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 premonitions are, are very woo woo. Don't you? Although it's very dangerous to punch a mugger in the face. I feel like I have to say that. You never know when they have a gun. Okay. That's That's exactly, we're both telling the story because they didn't have a weapon, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's best to just. I I screamed so loud and the police came, and that was uh, that was the thing to do. But yeah, uh, anyway, anyway. So feelings, but okay. And then um, my other really, really, this is so woo woo. Please, please don't judge me as being like. A, oh no, uh, we optimistic. say this every day. Okay. Every yeah. Okay. I'm super. <laughs> I'm like a crazy dreamer. But so I wrote a book called Instant Mom. Because when I finally got to adopt my child, I had 14 hours notice and a uh, almost three-year-old toddler walked into my house. And the reason I said yes so quickly when I got the call is because I've been trying for 10 years to have a child. So I was in Spain making a movie with Rachel. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And I remember that. Yeah. And nobody knew that I was trying to meet with Greek authorities to adopt a Greek child because it had fallen through so many times in the States. And when we got to Greece, I was going to meet with Greek authorities. And yeah, I was just just broken all the time trying. I wanted to be a mom and yet so grateful for my life, but trying quietly to be a mom, not even telling my friends because you don't want to burden people. It's not that you don't think people will understand. You really don't want to burden people with this thing that you're carrying around. And while I was in Spain on a day off, I got a call from a woman in, um, at a foster care agency in the States that a, an adoption I was pursuing had fallen through. And I walked down the boardwalk in Spain crying so hard it looked like some Spaniard had just said, because I don't want to marry you. Like, I just look like a fool. And I was bawling my eyes out and I looked up to God and said, when, when will I be a mother? And a little girl, no words, just said it internally. And a little girl with dark, dark hair was walking toward me, holding the hands of her grandparents. And I was looking at her as she was walking toward me. And as she passed me, she let go of her grandparents' hand and took my hand as we passed each other. And I felt she sent me a message of soon. And I got back to Los Angeles and I got the call. There is a child living in American foster care, almost three years old. Uh, You can meet tomorrow. And I did. I drove to a parking plaza and there was this 
just this baby with with hair, uh, light brown hair that I, I felt like, again, I dreamed about in the arms of a social worker. And they both turned around. And I, when I looked at my child, I thought, oh, I found you. Mm, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm, I'm silent because I'm just like taking it in. I'm not a big breakfast person, but everything I've been reading about talks about how important it is to start your day off with protein. Well, now I found a way to do that without having to deal with some elaborate breakfast. Cancel the cheese omelet. I found my breakfast solution. Magic Spoon Cereal. It comes in a variety pack of four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. The pack has zero grams of sugar and 13 to 14 grams of protein. It's only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, no sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Personally, I'm a fan of the cocoa flavor myself. So all you have to do is go to magicspoon.com woo to grab a variety pack and try it as soon as possible. Make sure to use our promo code woo for $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it, they'll refund you, no questions asked. Remember, start your day off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com woo and use the code woo to get $5 off. Wow. I mean, children pick up on certain things, you know, and her taking your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Her grandparents looked back like, what is it? And I was holding her hand. like, I'm so, And so she was holding my hand, this little girl. Yeah. On the How boardwalk. often is a child walk and then let go of their parents' hand and grab yeah. a stranger's yeah. hand? Yeah. Yeah. It was so, and I, I, I just remember assuring her grandparents nothing weird was happening, but the little yeah. girl was telling me something. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think that like, I don't feel super open right now, but I think there have been times in my life when I feel more open to whatever's floating out there. Like, lately, I'm a little bit, like, Close. stuck in the routine. And yeah. I don't mean, like, bumming out. I just mean, I, I'm no. not, I'm, I think I'm just, like, satisfied with the status quo. And right. I don't think, like, what, what else? What do I want? What I, you know, uh, anything like right. that. You're so, not putting... But putting I think up. in times when I have been mm-hmm. more open to... I don't want to use the word, the signs, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But then like, that's when you actually notice, you know, this other level of things. And I I think, I mean, the truth of the matter is believing in fate is Mm -hmm. privilege. It's first world privilege. Because if you're working in the fields in a third world country, you don't Mm -hmm. have time to self, to navel gaze and to self-diagnose and to think about what do I want from life? You're just trying Mm -hmm. to eat and feed your family. And so we have a huge, vast amount of time to think about uh, fulfilling our destinies and our expectations and our dreams and our goals. And that, acknowledging that, I, I know that for someone looking at my life, they think, you, you, you know, you had so much. Why did you want a child too? Because that's my right. And it's also mm-hmm. the person's right to not have a child. I hate the term childless. I hate the term single. I hate the term solo. All these terms that we endow people with to, to label them is, is quite demeaning and diminishing. And we don't have to. We just, we just, this is my choice. I just like, this is a person with choices, their gender Mm -hmm. and their sexuality and whether or not they choose to have children. 
is their path. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. That's pretty amazing. You know, I have, it is, really is amazing. I had a really dear friend of mine. She always wanted to have uh, children and she couldn't have children. She tried for years with her husband. She put up a vision board. This was years before vision boards were even popular or, you know, not that many people knew about vision boards years and years ago. She put up one child and then she put up another child. And what happened was this foster child fell into her lap at like two years old. And then her sibling fell into her lap too, the baby. And so the the mother was a drug addict, sadly enough, and never came to reclaim her children. So then they legally adopted them. And she had the two children that she had on a vision board, you know? So I don't have those skills at all either, Rachel. I just want to throw that out there. I'm suffering. I do have premonitions and dreams, probably because I'm out cold and I don't have time to get in my way. You know, I think that I'm more open. Yeah. Because I'm blocking myself when I'm Walking yeah. around, probably. Well, I, re- I remember when The Secret came out, Rachel. Oh my God. Did yeah. a thing. I was that, really into The Secret. And, but you also say. made fun of yourself, which was I so did. fantastic. Which is what I'm doing now in this podcast every day. Yeah. I mock myself and then I have to share the story too. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it was so cont- great. Yes, I Rachel was very turn, into The Secret. Yeah. Right. Rachel will turn mid, you know, I, I, I'm only making all of this up, but like we'd be walking down the street and you'd say, I'm going to have a sandwich. I thought I would have a sandwich today. The secret. <laughs> <laughs> but Nia, you provide, wait, one of my very first like secret things that came true was that I, I you know, you're supposed to write your orders to the universe oh, and you're supposed gosh. to say what you want. You're supposed to be really specific. Yeah. And so when I first learned of the secret, uh-huh. I made the, my little list and I said that I wanted to do a a movie and then I said wait whoa, whoa, uh, how about a movie in a really cool foreign country because I was yeah. like hey as long as I'm gonna put this order in like they say go big you know so then I said that even though I was like well that's probably not gonna happen because they don't usually do comedies in you know foreign lands that's more of like the war story or whatever yeah. and so then sure enough about six months later I get to go to Junia's movie in Spain and Greece, which oh, was come super on. fun. And, and I was like, the secret, Amazing. the prophecy <laughs> came true. <laughs> so yeah, that was my proof. I, I think that the you're a gifted worked. manifester, sweetie. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I got to try yeah. manifesting again. I've, I've lost um, my manifesting mojo. Have you, yeah. have you read Katie Couric's book? Katie no, Couric? No. Oh, she wrote an excellent book about her life and career. And one of the things she did when she wanted to meet John Molnar, her husband, John Molnar, she told everyone, I want to meet somebody. So is uh-huh. that, I want to meet, do you have anybody for me? Do you have anybody for me? Maybe I'll go on a blind date with him and he might have somebody. And that was so smart because mm-hmm. she put her desires out there. Mm-hmm. So is that mm-hmm. manifesting your goals? Like, I don't it's, know. It's, it's making it happen. It's making, I mean, it's working towards your goal. But you know what, Jamie Lee Curtis, she actually said she manifested her husband. So she, she talks about it openly. Yes. Yeah. I love her story too. <laughs> I read it. She talks about that. Yeah. Have you ever done any sort of like, I don't know how woo woo you are as a person these days. So like, I don't know if you're the person that goes to like the woo woo workshop or whatever, or you're just pretty, I feel like you're like a really hard yeah. worker of, of everyone I know. I feel like Nia, that you are very industrious. Mm-hmm. So I picture you like more, I don't know, working really hard and not taking time out to do 
like weird reading shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a woo-woo person at all, I think, until I started to compile stories and I went, oh, I have about 5,000. So I realized <laughs> <laughs> I do I do believe in it, but I, I do, I'm more of a nuts and bolts person, Rachel, you're yeah, right. Yeah. I, I try to, I write every day. Oh I try gosh. to work on now. I know. Wow. That's amazing. That. That's I mean, I am in awe because I can't. Wait, what's your sign? Sorry. Oh, You're September 20th. Can I guess? September tw- Can I guess? Sorry, I already know I, she's I'm in sorry, such- I guess sometimes. Oh, Wait. Sorry. Look, well, now you already know it's between two signs. Um, now you know it's between two. If I guess, maybe Taurus? No, I just said it was, I just said the month. No, you didn't hear me. Okay, that's good. That's better. Okay, well, then you're then you're off. You're off. I said the month it was. What what month was it? September. Oh, Virgo. No. No, I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra for one day. I am literally the worst. Wait, I said this earlier. I should stop gifting myself with compliments like you're such a gifted. No, wait. Irene likes to think that she guesses signs and then this happens every time. And then she's like, let me guess. And this happens so many times. Like, Taurus? And then. No, no and it's sure, okay. I, I got it. I got it. Charismatic Virgo. Yes. Anyway, but you're a Libra. You're a Libra. September, or October. I'm September. September. Oh, right, September. By one day, I'm a Libra. But yeah, okay. I'm. I'm very so pragmatic. Virgo like, but I'm okay. a dreamer. So I'm like yeah. a pragmatic dreamer. Like, I I okay. believe we're gonna get that shot. I believe the sun will stay up a little longer than that yeah. than gravity will allow it. I believe we're going to finish filming this day. I believe, I believe. And then as reality hits, I get very serious and I go, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to combine the master with uh, the medium shot. We're going to use two cameras. We're going to place them at this angle. Like I'm just very, very, what's the word? I don't know what it is. A middle child. I just, I don't know. Get it done. But I, you know, I love theater, which my agents flip out about because they make no money. And I- Grew up in theater. I love the ghost light. Have you guys talked about it on any of your shows? A little bit. The ghost light yeah. that stays on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. To... to keep the ghost company so it's not okay. fully dark. And I love that it's not to keep ghosts away, but it's just a given. We all think that, that ghosts live in theaters. I just went to London and I poked my head around some theaters there. And that for sure is... A hostel for ghosts. For ghosts, that's where mm. they live for sure. Mm-hmm, but there's an, mm-hmm. a scene at the top of Maestro that's so by oh, the way, okay. incredible mu- movie. And in that scene, he does this two shot over the ghost light, and like it's they walk into a theater, and the ghost light is on, and the theater is dark. And I think it's the Cherry Lane in New York. I think. Ooh. And uh, the cameras from behind them, and they do an entire scene over the ghost light, and it it lends such an air of intimacy. And that I do believe that that's where ghosts are. Of course, mm-hmm. why wouldn't why wouldn't there be energy or spirits or something? We it we can't just be this only time around. Although sometimes when you look at a plant that's died, you think, yeah. It's just one I go know. around. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Or like a squirrel that's flattened on the road. Uh, yeah. Wah, you go. Wah. Yeah. You think it's we not all, We all end back. up like a squirrel flattened on the road. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So when, when I was at the public theater there, you know, Rachel, you've done a show at the public yes. and, I was and I went and saw your show there, there too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an eight show week, which means you have two days of matinees. And on the matinee day, you are very quiet in between shows to save your voice and your energy. So like there's a 2 p.m. show and then you have dinner or you go for a walk and then you come back for the second show. But when it's snowing, you're usually there. 
So I had seen Ben Platt on Broadway and he so brought it. Every show would have a nervous breakdown in being at Evan Hansen. So I thought, I'm going to go back to my roots and super commit. And I'm going to do a vocal warm up between before what? every single show. I'm, and one of I'm my, like, huh? I know, but I got but I got but I got like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was so, I mean, I was a leg warmer away from joining the cast <laughs> of a chorus line. <laughs> okay. And my castmate Teddy and I would always go to the stage and do our vocal warm up before the second show. So I was staring underneath the theater. There's a bomb that goes into the show. And we'd all had various encounters with the ghost of Joe Papp. Somebody felt like, oh, I felt a cold wind or I felt this or felt that. Just typical actor things that we don't really believe. And I'm waiting and I'm standing at the door to the bomb to go into the theater. And I really did not want to do my vocal warm up. And I knew Teddy would be in there or would come and nudge me, let's do it. And sure enough, he appears behind me and just says in my ear, yeah. And I go, yeah, all right, Teddy, we're going to turn around. And I look, and it's not Teddy. There's what? nobody there. What? There's what? nobody behind me. What? There's, and I run into the dressing room, and Teddy's asleep on the couch. <laughs> and I go, oh. So I say to him, I thought you were behind me. I think Joe Papp just told me to go do a vocal warm-up. And Teddy's like, then we better do it. <laughs> so we go into the theater, and there's a feeling all through that show. We told our cast, we're very aware that we feel like an otherworldliness. At one point in the show, there is a ball in a basket that Teddy picks up and he tosses it and then he puts it back in the basket. And I'm standing upstage of it and I'm looking at him downstage and for no reason, the ball comes out a full six inches from the basket and falls on the floor. And the audience goes, like they think it's part of the show. And we just stared at each other. Everyone saw it. It was inexplicable. It had nothing to do with the play. And the play was Tiny Beautiful Things. It's an epistolary exchange, four people on stage. We enter and never leave. There was no reason for the ball to go up in the air and move. We move chairs. It's a kitchen set. We go, I go to my right. I'm continuing the, the piece. I go to my left. I turn and look at someone downstage and the chair that's okay. downstage of the kitchen table goes back on its two hind legs and okay. doesn't move. Okay. Now, and wait, it doesn't, it just stays in the... It just stays. Uh, what? I, oh my, okay. Don't know what to do. I believe that Hubert Pont de Jour walked by it and just reset it. I think Hubert just went, oh. Wait, who's Hubert? My castmate. Hubert oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was I think, some, old, some old actor ghost. Yeah, he's got <laughs> a good like name. It a sounds like an actor name. ghost. Yeah, Hubert it's a great Pontichel. name. Okay. He's got so the best you name. Thought, you thought someone did that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Just... Ha- no, I'm pretty sure that's how we reset it. Hubert just walked by it, put it back in its place, and went to downstage left and oh did a scene. But it was So that was like the haunted hind legs. I'm all in. Yeah, with, wow. ter- with terror. I'm sorry, I can't find <laughs> no, this relaxing, I Rachel. Say, now that's scary. <laughs> now that's I mean, scary. I says things are scary, but I'm gonna say now that's scary. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, it's almost the end of January, but we can still talk about our New Year's resolutions, right? We still have time. I think so. Did you make any? What are they? Read more books, be more active, stay off your phone. Those are all very wonderful. But how about a New Year's resolution to take better care of your skin? That's why I'm excited to be partnering with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized treatment for your unique skin. Whether you're dealing with acne or fine lines, you want to reduce dark spots or just improve your skin texture, whatever it might be, you just fill out an online consultation of your skin goals and medical history and then snap a few selfies and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. Now, what I love about this is you don't have to have an in-person appointment or a pharmacy trip. It's all right there on Apostrophe. And right now, we have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash woo when you use our code woo. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash woo and click get started. Then use our code woo at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Wow. Oh, I don't have any stories like that. No. I don't have like that kind of weird things moving around and stuff like that. No. Mm. I don't have uh, any ghost stories at all. Right. I have dreams. I do have dreams. Nia, have you ever had any prophetic dreams? Yes. I don't know. I I only, again, if I'm going to go back to my child. I was going to say, it sounds like you have prophetic waking moments where you're like, I'm going to get an Oscar, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I, don't know. I have one more weird thing to oh, add to the story about meeting my, Sorry, yeah. my child. So on my way, going back onto screen, I started to write movies again and sort of emerge from my cocoon of healing. And my best friend, Kathy Greenwood, came to visit me and we sat drinking wine and did what you know best friends do, tell each other you look great and that <laughs> you help keep me sane. And then Kathy said, why have you stopped trying to adopt? And I, I just, I fell apart. I said, it's, it's impossible. I can't do it. I, I don't, there's, it, it just keeps not going through. And I, it, just something. And so Kathy said, told me not to give up and that giving birth doesn't make me a mother. And that that sentence really made, stayed with me and not mm-hmm. to give up. And I went mm-hmm. to sleep that night and I dreamed about a little child with brown hair and um, blonde streaks. Mm-hmm. And I went, then I started to write movies. I went back on screen and I went with Rachel to Spain and Greece. The in- incident happened with the little girl in Spain. I came back. I met my child. I got to adopt finally. And I'm a mom and everything's great. Everything's great. Well, I keep these, they're called a moleskin. And Mm -hmm. every year I have a new one. I've been keeping them for, I mean, 20 years. And look what I write. I write, I like absolutely, I'm going to show you like absolutely everything in it. Right. Wow. Everything in it, like doctor's office, where I went, meetings, everything. So I can always remember when did I meet, um, Brian Cranston to talk about a project and it's always in my books. So when I got my child's birth certificate, I went back into my moleskin to see what I was doing the night of the birth. And it was the night of the birth. Okay. The night Kathy Greenwood said to me, 
giving birth does not make you a mother. And I dreamed about a little child with blonde streaks in their hair. That's Ooh. the night my child was born. Wow. Yep. Wow. What? I'm that- silent. I'm silent because I'm stunned. I'm taking in the chills. Yeah. Okay. I mean, That's you have a amazing. lot of staggering woo-woo stories. I'm sorry. You're really in touch with like... You you're are... You're in touch in a different way. In a we- in like, a different I feel way- like I'm in touch in one way. You're in touch in a way that picks up vibes. It's of, almost like, like... I can't even explain your... your gift of woo-woo like just <laughs> things are so, just it, like that your whoa. your greatest desires you're like are, really in touch like, with the yeah the, what is the waves the waves wave? of time and space i don't know right. how to I explain don't know. it time is, but i understand what you mean i'm following along with that <laughs> you're, train of that thought makes one of us because it's like no. these things are kind of laid out and you kind of see them before they happen you know what i mean these things are part of your destiny. They're like in your cells But you pick up something. on them like an antenna, a sharp yes. antenna. And you pick up, I don't know, I'm making sense antenna, for a change. I like that. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. It's, it's so weird. And so I don't know. I don't know. Because then wouldn't I have been able, if I had it, if I had a gift, wouldn't I have been able to, to bring on world peace? Right. No. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe we all have I, these feelings. I don't know. But, but I feel like you're not really controlling yeah. things. You're just picking up on what's going to happen. What, or what's going to happen. Exactly. You have an antenna of what's going to happen in your life. Like you just, I don't know. Yes. No, that's yeah. what it know seems better, like to me too. I highly yeah, recommend incredible. keeping a journal. I know. Not a journal. I'm, like, I'm going to really do it. jealous of this little oh, notebook. Gosh, you have. Yeah. I mean, this you, notebook is making me jealous too. Oh, it's so I'm satisfying. Totally gonna, <laughs> so satisfying to cross it Merry off Christmas, too. Irene. Well, you know what? <laughs> Irene's birthday's coming up. Ten skin notebooks. Like, it's so great. Like, look. And a fancy this pen. Is, this is oh, the so day. You have good handwriting. I love it. I it's like you can write down it. like when you had oh, um, um, when I had the meeting for the score for my big fat yeah. wedding three. Oh, the God. meeting with the cinematographer. Oh, you know what I'm me. That's amazing. I Here's believe, another thing I'm, I'm realizing. Boxing my statements in just wait, like you. I'm, totally I'm realizing following. something what? about the way you work yeah. versus how I quote work in giant quotes because uh, you. I mean, you like map it out. You, you have, map it out. You have goals. Yeah, goals. <laughs> something I strongly lack right now. No, no you I'm have just goals. Saying, but you have like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just sort of getting inspired. I don't think it's going to necessarily seep into my being because I just operate differently. But it's inspiring yeah. to see how focused you are. You're focused. And underneath on it all is that one, sen- that one sentence, you're Greek goddamn. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> your driving force in life, your Greek Gadema. What's up? There's this Greek philosophy, I think, like for parenting, like for my parents anyway, I'm sure it's this. I'm guessing it's the same with you because you're so, I mean, obviously, if anything, my parents were lacking a lot of this because <laughs> you're clearly on the pinnacle and I'm waiting for the pinnacle, according to learned, my Kendra, yes. the psychic. But uh, there's that Greek, like you can do whatever you want. You know, there's like that... Uh, yeah. My mother encouraged me to. But I think I mean I know. think I was encouraged. But I oh, think no, there's I'm something you weren't encouraged. No, but, no, but, but it sounded I mean like I did something say about, that though. There's something yeah. about how you. Yeah. Like you're you're manifesting with just. I don't, I don't even. I don't the word manifesting. Know if it's manifesting. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That sounds so airy fairy in this yeah. context. But you are like you're naming everything and you're yeah. like categorizing and then you're putting it on paper right. and then it becomes so and then it, almost. Yeah. 
So, so basically, let me analyze you some more, Nia. Yeah, I there's actually, another I, thing you're doing. Yeah. I I had never heard that before, and I I am wondering if if there are signs I missed of other things. I, I'm not sure. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay, you've already accomplished a lot. Okay, stop yes. it. We already feel inadequate. You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just admiring your work ethic. Yeah, and I want to. I really I do want one of those that. books I want for my birthday. one of those skin books. Okay, okay for your birthday. Yeah. Her birthday is coming up. Yeah. Okay, Thank just you. so you know, there's two layouts of the moleskin. Now we're doing an okay. ad for them, clearly. One of the layouts is across <laughs> yeah. the week. I don't like, I'm going to show you like a upcoming okay. week. So one of the layouts goes, uh, it goes like this way. I don't like it. Get this one mm. that is the horizontal. Okay. 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 Can you see? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Horizontal moleskin. The only dilemma okay. is they only come in black and I, I wish I could do a, a color all these years. Cause I just have, right. I mean, just scores oh, of then, them. Okay. In my, Gosh, you can never okay. have enough. Happy Hanukkah. Okay. I'm going to be getting all right, you there one we too. Go. Right. Oh, well, so I didn't tell you, Nia, that Irene does a little reading at the end of all these, and oh. I forgot to tell you this part of it. Oh, yeah. So think of a yes or no question that you're go- that you're willing to share after she does this thing. Okay. And 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 don't do anything too serious, like where if the answer isn't what you want, you're gonna go cry in a corner or something. I'm um, no no. So so <laughs> I'm just kidding about crying in the corner. But but Irene does this thing. She has a pendulum, and it goes one way for yes and the other way for no. I love the oh, pendulum. Okay, and, great. And, oh, and um, okay. she's picked an entire football season correctly with the pendulum. I did. And, it, and it, I got a little right up in the hot post. <laughs> we I say this like every to, time. I know. So, so she's going to do the reading. So Invalidate if you do you have a question in mind. Okay. Yes? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. It's, but it has to be a yes or no, right? Yeah, right. yes or no. Yes, yes or no. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay, okay. here we go. Here we go. Uh, it's immediately off to the races with yes yes. says yes let's try it again we do safeties here that's great okay it's an instant yes again an instant yes again a strong yes I'm going to say what was your question resounding yes Yes. there's a movie I've been trying to get made for for years and I just put all my eggs in that basket and I'm, what did I, we say about asking a very but no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> and i'm gonna try <laughs> that's hilarious luckily it went your way i want that's so great yeah. okay i'm gonna make that movie this year okay and, wow. and you know she is because now it's in the moleskin that's right it's in the moleskin and it's squared in Oh. I'll be doing that too. The Nia. moleskin Make no mistake. is the key to the universe. It's, you're going to unlock all. The moleskin is the new secret. That's true. That's right. Oh my a God. Simple... Rachel, do it. Say moleskin the way you I'm said. Ready? To... Say it. The moleskin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to oh, go home and. Fun. I think I have one of those at home, oh. actually. Oh, sorry. Oh, I look out. My own okay. Right now. All right. Well, oh my God. This was got. so much fun. Thank I had you. a literal blast doing this. Like, we never know what's going to happen if it's going to be like ghosts or yeah. past lives or whatever but this was interesting about like it. being in touch yeah with what's around you so that was interesting we haven't really done anything like that yet so that's okay cool. i was super psyched Amazing. that was so fun super different as always it's so great i'm just happy yeah. to hang with you at any time oh my gosh to meet you, right? you too Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo-woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Woo-woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q-Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. 
Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.